Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the birth of Malka Rachel. May Hashem bless her parents and her grandparents with much health, success, and nachas. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the Rafu Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Aravamita Ben Shoshana, Nafar Bas Rachel, and Shaul Ben Brita. This week's Parsha Perspectives in loving memory of Gito Bas Asher, Chana Bas Rav Yehuda, Erev Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Fayigash, Your True Nature. Our Parsha continues Yehuda's negotiation with Yosef to let Benjamin return home. He pleads with Yosef to take him, Yehuda, as a slave instead. And he says that if he were to go back home without Benjamin, his father would die from the pain of losing his second son. And after hearing the pleas of Yehuda, Yosef could not restrain himself any longer. He tells everybody but his brothers to leave, and with so much emotion, he reveals his true identity to his brothers, Ani Yosef, I am Yosef. He tells them to quickly return home and bring Yaakov and their families back to Egypt. But the brothers were standing there speechless and in complete shock. They could not believe that Yosef became the viceroy, the vice president of Egypt. But then they also began to tremble in fear of the punishment that Yosef had in store for them. But Yosef called them back and told them that they were forgiven for selling him into slavery. And at that moment, he made history to become the first person in the Torah to forgive. The brothers did as Yosef commanded. They went back home and told Yaakov something he'd never thought he would hear in his lifetime. Yosef is still alive. And Yaakov was ecstatic and overjoyed as the Pasuk says, And the spirit of their father Yaakov was revived. But before Yaakov made his journey down to Egypt, God appeared to him in a dream and told him that he would go down with him to Egypt and make his family, this family, a great nation. So Yaakov quickly gathered his family and traveled down to Egypt to see his beloved son, Yosef. However, a question comes to mind. The Parsha begins by saying, Vayigash love Yehuda, and Yehuda stepped up to him, seemingly signifying the start of Yehuda's negotiations and pleas. But at the end of last week's parasha, we see that Yosef and Yehuda were already discussing and speaking. As the Pasuk says, What should I say to you, my Lord? So why does the Torah use a word that indicates seemingly a new conversation with Yosef? Furthermore, why does the Pasuk use a very uncommon term, Vayigash, and he stepped up, rather than the common term, Vayoymer, and he said, or Vaydaber, and he spoke. The Balaturim, Rav Yehuda ben Asher, a famous Spanish commentary from the late 12th century, gives a very interesting answer. He writes that the Pasuk writes, Vayigash love Yehuda, and Yehuda came close to him, meaning Yehuda came physically close to Yosef's throne. He did so to plead and beg for mercy for Binyamin's life. And therefore the Parsha begins by indicating a new discussion because Yehuda changed his strategy. However, the Kutsky Rebbe, Rav Menachem Mendel of Kutsk, a famous student of the Baal Shem Tov, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He explains that the words Vayigash love Yehuda mean that Yehuda started to come close to himself, to his truest essence, which is a king with a warrior mindset. The last three letters of the words Vayigash love Yehuda spell the Hebrew word for equal, which is Shaveh. The Medjish Rabbi explains that Yehuda told Yosef, I am a king as much as you are, and you have no actual superiority over me, and this is not a one-sided negotiation anymore. Both of us have matching power and authority. 
He had enough of Yosef's game and was ready to put his own life in jeopardy to save his younger brother, Benjamin. And it was Yehuda demonstrating his true nature, which made Yosef so emotional that he was compelled to reveal his true identity. Yehuda transformed himself from selling Yosef into slavery and to Egypt to protecting the weak and innocent. In our daily life, it is important to realize that unless faced with difficult situations, most people don't access their inner strength and their true identity. Yet, if we define our individuality by asking ourselves the very important question, why? We gain the power to use that energy every day to achieve our aspirations and goals. We must seek to recognize the unique soul that is hiding within us to find purpose and true meaning in this world. There's a famous quote by the Kutzke Rebbe. People tend to look upwards, contemplating the mysteries of the heaven. They would do well to look inward and examine what's happening within themselves. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.